Hey, I'm Jacob Norris, and welcome back to Bar Chatter. This week, I sat down with one of my longest friends, and coincidentally, my roommate in New York, Larkin Rich. From camp days to college graduations, we've experienced so much of our lives together and created so many memories. In today's episode, we talk about all the celebrity babies, the Adele transformation that everyone is jealous of, and how TikTok seems to be taking over the radio. If you're new to our show or haven't followed us on social media, be sure to check out bar.chatter on Instagram for episode updates and a peek into the manic mess that is my mind. While you're at it, check out my page at It's Jacob Norris. Also, I should mention that for some reason, I had like Marlon Brando, Godfather, Marble Mouth this entire episode. Like, I don't know if it was the froze day that Larkin brought that was just like really hitting, or if I'm just losing the ability to enunciate. <laughs> anyway, thanks for listening. Now let's get chatting. Hello, hello. Welcome back to Bar Chatter. All right, so today I am sitting with one of my dearest, most nearest friends who happens to be quarantining with me, who also happens to be my roommate in New York. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Larkin Rich. Go ahead, say hello. Hello. (laughs) How is everyone doing? It's fine. Day, evening, not sure when you're listening. Yeah, totally. To the pod. Welcome to another podcast with us. All right, so... Let's dive in, Larkin. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, what you do, what you're interested in, kind of just give us a little backstory about you, like a little bio. Okay. My name is Larkin Elizabeth Rich. (laughs) I was born on August 12th. No, I'm kidding. Um, I just graduated May 2019 from TCU, Go Frogs, very proud. Oh my gosh, yes. Horn Frog. I studied child development and I didn't really know what I wanted to do. Mm Mm-hmm. What I wanted to do after I graduated, but I've always loved New York. I've been visiting Jacob for the last few years, and it's just been reigniting that fire in me. Like, I need to be in New York for a little bit of time, not sure how long, and always wanted to live together. And so I moved out there without a job, really. Yeah. And... I worked really hard, and I got this. You worked your ass off in the beginning. You worked your ass off at the very beginning, seriously. No, I You were hustling. So I'm a nanny, and the first two months I was in New York, I would have to go to, like, these random apartments, some of the grossest, some of the (laughs) nicest apartments all over New York. I went to the Bronx. Oh, my gosh. Please, yes, yes, yes. (laughs) Okay, to finish my first part, I'm a New York nanny. I'm home in Texas for not sure when, but I do have a job to go back to when I can get back to New York. So, all right. But tell them about the Bronx really quick. It's just a side note story that we have to So while I was like trying to just make money, I was accepting any and all temporary nanny jobs through this one agency. And it was early October, and there are a lot of Jewish holidays in, Mm -hmm. like, beginning of October when I still was unemployed. And so just receiving an email, I said, yes, I will come to the synagogue and And work. It wasn't, like, double points or whatever the system used. Like, you got, like, a bonus situation? No, it was just, like, whoever responded first... Actually, it was. You're right. I I needed to kind of build up my credentials. I think it, like... 
amped you up in the system to get better jobs and get notified f- yes, first. Yes, you're so right. I forgot okay. about that. Because that's the only I re- wouldn't do yeah, this. Yeah, because you were, knew you were going to commute far. And I think that's the only reason you took it. You were like, it's a commute. It's going to be a bitch. But I'm going to get these points that are going to separate me from the rest of the pack. Exactly. Okay. So, I signed up to do this thing in the Bronx. Mind this- you, we live in Williamsburg. So, not realizing the commute is like an hour and 30 minutes from the walk to the subway, subway to a bus from a walk from the bus stop. <laughs> An hour and 30 minutes. Long story short, I do it. I meet many random <laughs> people, characters. Oh, my God. Jewish folk of all. all like, of all walks of life. And of yes, all orthodoxes. Like, exactly. That's totally. That's what I was looking for, those Lord. Um, but, yeah, never again. Hashtag never again. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that was a little about Larkin. Now, we are today are drinking something a little more special than I feel like what we normally do. It's normally like a... Like, First episode, we drank, like, nasty little, like, vodka soda situations. No, no, and no. today, Larkin showed up with, like, a full-on kit to make frosé. So we're enjoying some nice frosé on this very warm, very summery day in Texas. Yes. Which is honestly so nice because I get to chill by the pool. The pool's keeping me sane. Look at my... I have, like, a... You already have a tan line. Like, a sock tan line, not even realizing that <sighs> I'm jealous, I've been you getting tan. sun. Not really. I've been going on walks a lot. I know you have, too. I but... just burn. Yeah, like you're, I, you're pasty. <laughs> I am a pasty fella. Um, okay, so as we every podcast, the most important thing to me about this whole show is talking about friendship and how we're connected. So why don't you tell us how we met in the backstory of that? It's so, it's such a movie, I feel like, story. It's so cute and corny. You're going to definitely remember some things that I don't, <laughs> I would like to say I blocked out of my memory of myself, <laughs> but... So Jacob and I met at camp. My friends always ask me this too because they're yeah. like, how'd you get this crazy exotic wonderful <laughs> roommate in New York? I'm totally. Like, well, he was my boyfriend. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> we met at camp and we It was were your playing. second time at like sl- at a sleepaway yes, camp, it was right? Yes, a sleepaway camp, only like a 6-day thing. Wait, well you you got that? <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> okay, keep going. <laughs> Um, so I went with a few friends, but always down to make some new friends, of course. And we were playing catchphrase, which is oh, a game. If you don't know so catchphrase, yeah. you don't know catchphrase, you, you're stuck somewhere in like the, you, how did you miss it? How did you miss yeah, it in your literally. childhood? So I guess Jacob came up and was like, Hey, can I play catchphrase? Totally. And I was like, of course. Hell Yeah. I didn't say hell yeah in the seventh grade. She, I sit down <laughs> next to Larkin, and she does not remember having these, but I recall it so, so well. So we are playing, they're playing catchphrase, and there was an empty slot. I asked to sit down, and the catch, the noises of Larkin's nails on the catchphrase was like, clickety-clack, clack, clack, acrylic, clickety-clack. Apparently, I had these, like, stick-on glitter nails. Oh, glitter. I mean silver chunky glitter. Like, it was everything. It was like... Kind of like a streetwalker turned seventh grader. <laughs> it was like awesome. The anti epitome of me today. Oh, absolutely. You, I could not catch you even with like like a. I don't like, even think you were glitter eyeshadow. Like we're talking. No. This is not a thing. No. Um. Ever since then, well, after that, it was like me and Jacob against the world. We were with totally. the counselors. We definitely yes. got away with like we got away with not murder. having to clean. We would talk to our counselor friends and then, like... just stay up later. Yeah, it was... It was so nice. Best 
situation. And then we worked together at this camp. Yeah, at the same camp. Never went to school together, obviously. We always grew up, we grew up in the same Metroplex. And for like, I said Metroplex to someone on the phone today from like up east and like, what the hell is a Metroplex? And I was like, it's like a tri-state area, but for cities, like that's the best way I could describe it. Okay. And Phineas and Ferb, when they're like the tri-state area, like, you were like what the heck is that? <laughs> that now like, you know. Massachusetts. It's, it's Pennsylvania, New Jersey, New York. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. So... We lived in the same Metroplex, went to different schools, different private schools. I went to a public school. That doesn't really matter. But, but we always did a good job of, like, if we weren't working together at camp, like, we would still, like, connect in the summers. That- oh, and we were totally Facebook. Like, we, if I could find Facebook chats, I should have. I should have researched Facebook chats of us from, like, the early days. Like, it was fully, like, 7 p.m. when my mom was off Facebook. I got a chance to get on my profile, and I was like, hey, Larkin! <laughs> like, chatting. It was because it was, like... It was like literally. It was like before. I don't, I don't want to say before texting, but I don't think no, I had a phone till like later in the game. I had game. a flip phone, and then yeah, one of those kick. I had a kicker. What's it called? A sidekick. Slide up. Phone. Yes. And I was never cool enough for those. Do you remember when you got your first iPhone? What a moment. Yes, I bought it myself. Oh, you boss ass bitch. I know. How young were you? That camp money. <laughs> I. I mean, it was. I was. 14. I totally got a hand me down just for my parents, which I'm not complaining. It no, was worth yeah. it. I think oh. we still have the iPhone 3 downstairs. Your little brothers, did they just get iPhones for their first phone? Oh, yeah. Same. Isn't that frustrating? Struggle. The firstborn who had like a flip phone and was like, I think I had a flip phone. I know I had a flip phone at the beginning that was totally like push four three times to get like the letter L or whatever. Like the five. Oh, like I thought you were saying like a firefly that has like five buttons. I had one of those. I was eight. Emergency Oh, it was totally like. If I was out with friends, I called my mom, my dad, my grandparents, and my uncle. That was like it was a it was a lime green phone. What that is besides the point. Anyway, there we go. That (laughs) I'm the king of rabbit trails. There, that's kind of like the backstory. But we met at camp, and then we've always stayed stayed connected. Like I said, but then when you moved out to New York in college, yes, I was always like. I really want to visit. You kind of did like an annual New York trip already. So it was a perfect excuse. Exactly. And, but I wanted to go by myself to visit Jacob, like San's mom. Yeah. But I love my mother. She's going to listen to this. Hi, mom. (laughs) Hi, Joy. Um, She was like, can I listen to your podcast? Oh my God. Definitely. Okay. So now let's get into favorite memories. I'll share a favorite. I have two favorite memories. One is like, so like you weren't even there, but it's like it changed how this whole year turned out. I was in Napa Valley and I, every year I've tried to move in New York. And unfortunately I've had to move every year due to different scenarios, whether it's just like roommate situation, someone's moving in. Exactly. Um, Price, like literally everything under the sun. So I really desperately needed a roommate and things kept falling through. And it was kind of like, there were some false promises of like, we'll live together. We'll live together. We'll live together. And no one is to blame for that. It is so hard to coordinate living together, but it was really coming down to the wire for me. I had to move out by August 1st and I was in Napa on like July 9th. Like yeah, I was early in, July and Larkin was like, Hey, I want to move to New York, but I will not move to New York if I can't live with you. And it was literally me being like, Holy shit. You have no idea what this text means. We're doing this. Jacob, yes. I come to find out, is like blackout drunk from... <laughs> Literally, I was wasted in Napa. Not, ten wineries in, and I find out this news. It was great news. Yeah, no, for me too. Oh my god. 
but it was in that that's a great memory just because that shaped how this whole year turned out second favorite memory is one time larkin was visiting me i think it was the first time larkin visited me and we it was during the broadway buy one get one week right uh-huh and we had set ourselves up with like basically any show that could have been meant for a six-year-old um, we saw aladdin spongebob and the lion king and frozen too right that was another time. Oh, God. Wait, and Chicago. No, we saw Chicago that trip. Because oh this is my favorite. Never again. Never Lar- again. Larkin kept telling me throughout the trip that she was like, I don't think I'm feeling too well. And me being like fresh in New York, she's only here for a certain amount of time. I was like, we got to rally. You got to move. We were go, go, go. My body was aching. And I was like, I set I up bottomless brunch. I we're going out at night. And Larkin is literally like... Well, can we can we slow down? And I was like, we're going. I really don't feel good. <laughs> so we get to Chicago after our bottomless brunch. Mind you, Wasted. worst, w- totally so drunk. Two worst show we've ever seen. It was, and that is I have nails in my eyeballs. <laughs> I have never been like. I'm, I'm a fan of sh- Chicago, and I've had good Chicago experiences, but that one was. Actual garbage. I saw the Percy Jackson musical. And it was And better. Chicago was worse than that. <laughs> so we get there. We fall asleep in the middle of it. And then turns out when Larkin gets home, she's still feeling like shit. And I'm over here kind of I being like, the next day. stop being a little bitch. Turns out, bitch had the flu the entire time. And I'm over here being an asshole. Which, if you know me, probably not a surprise. Um, I but had the flu it was for hilarious. a week. Not just a few days. Yeah, you were not in classes. Like I put you on bed rest after that trip. I had a class at 4 p.m. Monday uh, that semester. So I had planned the trip that I came Friday to like mid-Monday and then leave, make it to my class. My parents were like, you've got to make it to this class if you're going to come home Monday. Yeah, of course, of course. I get home. I'm like, I really don't feel good. And I had the flu till the following Saturday. Yeah, you were deathly ill. Okay. What is your, now what is your favorite memory? Okay. My favorite memory from this past year is (laughs) we went out with some friends and I really have been kind of lame this year. Just my my work schedule's weird and. Yes. Yes. It's not your fault that you've ever, I don't think you could even say you were lame. It's just scheduling things is quite impossible. Right. So I had a free Saturday night and we were going out. Rare. Literally. But we had been pre-gaming. We were having fun. Jacob changed his outfits four times because he always does. <laughs> it's not and my then fault. We were leaving, and we saw some concrete in the ground, like wet, wet concrete. concrete. So we're like, "Oh my gosh, we have to write our names in it." Yeah. So I iconic. get this stick, and I give it to Jacob or something like yeah, that. Yeah. He bends over and he rips his pants <laughs> in two. <laughs> not just like a like. Fully rips the bottom of his pants. Yeah, like, my left ass cheek had a breeze, and I was like, this doesn't feel right. You were like, I think it, I think it just ripped my pants. And luckily, we were, like, two we blocks from home. We were not far at all. But fully, fully, like, ripped my pants. And then I thought the easiest solution... Was to... <laughs> <laughs> this is why it's one of my favorite memories. In Jacob True form and fashion, he proceeds to rip the leg off and then dances with his... <laughs> I mean, if I wanted to create something that was just a fantasy, I did in that moment. I said, this is a new look. This is it. This is everything. And then I made a TikTok of it, but it didn't go viral. It should have, because the amount of replies you when you made just a Snapchat story is reason enough to have clout. They were like, what? 
happened? But yeah, that was a really wild night that turned into so many other crazy things, but we can't even... We... Okay, so let's get into this news I choose. I chose all these little topics because they relate to us or they're just like so relevant right now. So the first thing we have to get into is Elon Musk and Grimes' baby name. Please tell me you've seen it. You've had to have. A-A-E-A-12. Yes, it's... It's Ash Archangel. That's his name? I've heard... Because when Grimes described it, she said she was like, X stands for the unknown variable. A-12 is the aircraft of our dreams. Blah, blah, blah is the sigma of blah. And I was just like, homegirl, this is not a quadratic formula. Like, what are you naming your child? Is she like an alien? I did not know who she was. Okay, homegirl is nuts. Like bonkers she's had parts of her eyes removed to allow for no blue light to affect her eyes like she's very like experimental freak show i had zero idea who she was i also kind of thought that elon musk was kind of like a normal dude (laughs) (laughs) not at all but he's not no like bizarro and his other kids names are coincidentally one of them's griffin ironically and the other one's like xavier and it's like that's not all normal names i think one of them's kai also because he has twins and triplets which is also crazy how do you have twins and then triplets like i probably could read in that i'm sure it's like some sort of fertilization situation but like women though i think yes he's had like four different and but he and that could totally be wrong Grimes makes some bomb music. Don't get me wrong. Like, I love some music from Grimes. But Homegirl herself is bizarro. Weird. weird She looks like an anime character. She totally, like, that's her That's her gig. And, like, her makeup She's is not... Thriving. Like, <laughs> she married. She married smart. Homegirl married smart. I just can't believe that... If it's Ash Archangel, I don't want to be the person who's like... Oh, it's so much better because, like, no offense, still a garbage well, name. Still gonna have to spell his name in kindergarten and be like, "Yeah, squeeze me." <laughs> like, I don't understand how any kid's supposed to look at that and be like, "This makes sense. This is totally like, valid." Do you remember when, like, you were playing like fake names with your friends and you'd be like, "My name is Ladasha." Yes, literally. <laughs> this is the extreme version of that for like someone. It, this is the STEM kids version of that game. <laughs> like, it is bad. I also, like, I just am fascinated with how they even, like, met. Like, there's a large age gap there. And, like, are, what do they have in common? I, they have eyeballs. Kind of. Oh, my God. She, I just want to, like, I think I near, seriously want to sit down and read into her. Just because she's, like, an enigma that I've never understood. I didn't know she existed. I'm going to be completely honest. She's been to the Met Gala, like, three times. Like, she's, like, a Elon relevant Musk. person. Once without him and twice with him. I'm nearly positive with that. But can you believe? Can you believe? I can't believe it. I I cannot believe believe it. it. Oh my God. Okay, so before I can't even talk about that anymore because it's just going to frustrate me. Yeah, congratulations, Grimes and Elon. But like, next time, can he just be like Stuart or like (laughs) Connor? Like, I don't know, something normal. (laughs) Um. Okay, I sent you this photo on. Instagram last night because it knew we were going to yeah, talk it about this. Shook me to my core. I've been talking about this to every person I know. Adele, literally, I saw that photo. So if anyone hasn't noticed it, Adele posted a photo. I'm sure you've seen it. It has to be like viral at this point. Everyone, everyone is covering it. She looks incredible. Don't get me wrong, but she, I thought she was just one of my my college friends in front of her sorority house. 
Like, I genuinely didn't even recognize her. Just scrolling, just scrolling, just scrolling. She's standing in, like, a floral wreath. And I was like, oh, some girl's, like, posing with her. Senior pigs. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Like, she's in a, like, it wasn't anything special, almost. But she is, like, tiny. She's, she's goals. She's tiny. So, in January, somebody reported it, probably E! E News, that she had lost, like, 40 pounds, which is a ton of weight and a huge accomplishment. But then I was looking it up yesterday, just out of curiosity after this photo, and people were saying like a hundred pounds. And I just felt a little bit better about myself because if I lost a hundred pounds, I would be my second grade self. You would be you would be dangerous then. <laughs> no, I would not You would be dead. I would not be able to be this thin. I Okay, also like, did you ever think she had a hundred pounds to lose? I didn't. Stay I'm all about body positivity, and I always I tell the little girl I nanny you never to call somebody fat because it's very rude. Absolutely. But she definitely was on the larger side at some yeah. point. I think she had just given birth, honestly. So there, are, duh. yeah, there are reasons like, for that. Literally, duh. And she kind of had a natural weight loss per yes. each album. Yes. That I just think but came with maturity. Looks, she looks amazing. And her hair. And her I'm hair. the type of person that's like. There's a huge controversy about, like, do we, is it body shaming if you acknowledge that a person has lost that much weight? Or is it giving them kudos and, like, acclaiming them? No, exactly. My mom said the same thing last time when I showed her. Like, I literally had them pause the TV because I was so, like, you have to see this. And my mom was like, I'm really happy for her. I just want her to make sure she's happy for herself and that this isn't all, this all wasn't just for these people to praise her. I think you can tell in that photo that she is genuinely happy. Yes. And that's, at the end of the day, that's what you have to do. You have to do what makes you happy. Be your happiest self. Exactly. I know her and her... I think she looks damn good. She looks incredible. And I know her and her man's split. Oh, yeah. And it. I bet you now he is shaking, quaking in his boots that he... $70 million in their divorce settlement. That's She's so upsetting. Oh, my. No question. I think he was like Joe Schmo that she like had been in love with for a long time. And like he was just lucky enough to go along the career journey with yep. her and knock her up. I need 32, um, the album, to come out now. Oh, my please. gosh. I know. I need more Adele. You know, apparently Nicki Minaj and Adele were in the studio together because she, you know, that carpool karaoke clip of her viral because yes, of her yes. rapping monster. Duh. They apparently made a track together. Like Nicki confirmed it and Adele confirmed it. So I'm just waiting for whatever that sounds like. And if there's any time to release it, it is now. It is quarantine. It is time to release good music. Literally. A lot of people are postponing their albums due to press not being up. (sighs) Lady Gaga. Exactly. But like, if you ever had a huge audience that's doing nothing that would want music content, it is now. And if anything, like, we're kind of like begging for it because that's all we got right now. Like, I'm a big podcast person. Since I moved to the city, I'm podcast, podcast, podcast. You really are. You, But you can do what I can't do. Or Disney music. <laughs> yeah. My, I should have said this earlier. My roommate is the definition. Uh, Larkin Rich is the definition of Kurt Hummel. If you've... I call Larkin Kurt Hummel <laughs> all the time. And I mean that with the most amount of love. Because Homegirl is a musical-loving, gayer-than-I-am white man, <laughs> almost. It is incredible. It is truly remarkable. Okay, but since we're talking about music, there are two clear remixes that almost have like completely been like i think birthed from tiktok 
Oh. Absolutely. We, we stand TikTok in this house. Oh, amen. TikTok <laughs> is keeping me sane. Okay, so there's the Say So Doja Cat remix with Nicki Minaj, and there's the Savage Megan Thee oh, Stallion remix Beyonce. with Beyonce. What's your personal favorite? Uh, the Savage one. Amen. Are you kidding? Beyonce on any track? The fact that also Megan, like, spit out two new verses, too. Like, the, the song is a new song. I also like the Carol Baskins version of Savage. <laughs> Carol Baskins. Killed her, her husband, husband. Whacked him. Oh Can't God. convince me that it, it didn't, didn't happen. happen. I swear. Get her to Taggers. I snack him. I... <laughs> I can't remember if I finished that or not because oh, I, I binged it, it at the was, like, till three. It was a waste of my time. It had to be. I mean, it was awful. But her case is reopened because she definitely I did know. it. I know. She definitely did, did it. Did you hear that she got um, tricked into a fake interview with these British people that were like pretending to be Jimmy Fallon's people? Was it like a was it like, a like an private investigator situation or just like they just kind of like no, finessed their since, way? Since Tiger King has happened. She has not reached, like, she's obviously been reached out to, but has yet to make a formal, like, statement about yeah. anything, about the show, even. And these people convinced her that they were, like, Jimmy Fallon people and got her to do, like, an interview. It's all over. Yeah. Look at, like, I'm going to have to watch that later. I, like, barely watch it because I... Is there any, like, hot tea or she just kind of, like, you can't trust everything people say? Is it kind of, like, one of those things? I'm... Did not watch it, I'm going to be honest. But I know that the, they have an interview with her. That's what I saw Because she definitely has denied. And I was like. Oh, my God. Whoever also is the impersonator of her on TikTok, round of applause. It is identical. It is insane. I get into these next topics. All right. Huge news. This came up literally last the day I recorded my last podcast. And like, I wish I could talk about it then, but we have to now. Gigi Hadid and Zayn are having a baby. How do you feel? <laughs> I thought it was fake. I was like, there's no way that this is real. Because we still don't know if Sophie Turner and Joe Jonas are I know, pregnant. She has even yet though, to announce it. Even though like that was like pressed for like a full two days. Of just like, they're pregnant, they're pregnant, they're pregnant. According to sources. The, the other crazy thing is, these people are like, kind of our age. Gigi yeah. just turned 25. We're going to be 23 and like, less than six months. Bella Hadid is, like, barely older than both of us. Uh, Kylie Jenner is two days older than me. It's really all disappointing when you start comparing comparing yes. ages. It's, but that's just insane. Like, I know that they have all the money in the world to have yeah. the resources, but, like, I could not imagine having a child right now. My mom had me at 25. So, like, her and Gigi Hadid are the exact same age when they had insane. And children. And it's really not that young when you think about it. It really isn't. Like, because technically, my mom graduated college and she was, like, 21, 22, I think, around there. I was And 21. so then, like, either three to four years out of college was when she had her, like, her first pregnancy, which feels very normal. But also, like, I can't imagine me, 25, having a child. No. Which maybe I think that's like... Like Anderson Cooper is 52? Yes. Oh my gosh. Thank you. Why? Let's talk about that More now. Baby news. Babies. Oh my gosh. And he named... What is it? It's Morgan something? What is it? It's it's, a, it's after two family members. And it's... it's, it's he found really a, He cute. found a list that his mom and dad made that they were going to name Anderson. And he chose from that list of names that were potentially going to be for him, for his own son. His whole family... Morgan is the middle name. His whole family is that his story is so insane and remarkable. Like he won as a Vanderbilt, like the Vanderbilt of Vanderbilts. 
he and his mom both witnessed his brother jump off their Fifth Avenue penthouse. And like, yeah, he, the brother jumped off the balcony and like his mom ran out to grab him and she missed him. And he was like in college, jumped, killed himself. They both witnessed it. It rocked their world. And then his mom died like three years ago. Uh And I, it has not been easy for Anderson in any way. Like he's been very open about that. And because I listened to him on Andy's radio show. Very successful. And it's also so awesome that like, I feel like in a certain way, his best friend, Andy Cohen kind of inspired him to be like, you can totally be a single dad and make this work. And I literally cried when I saw Anderson's post. Like it was just so sweet and pure. And I loved it. So congrats to Gigi and Zane. Congrats to Anderson. Yes. I love We love babies in this world. I all about the kids. It's the only positive the kids news are lately. Future. Like it's uh, truly. It's the only positive news in this quarantine is like people getting pregnant and the baby boom after this is going to be remarkable. I'm oh so my excited. Goodness. I don't know about you, but my mom keeps being like, "Do you think that people are like going to have babies?" And I saw something on Instagram that was like all the moms that already have kids, no way in hell are they popping out another one after, like, the homeschooling and That's all the that. thing. I think yeah. more than anything, it's going it to be, be, like... firstborn. Exactly. Like, there is no one who's like, let me bring another child in right now. Oh, my goodness. Or if it is, it's kind of, like, by accident, I feel like. Yeah. Okay, so this is another fun fact that kind of relates to us. Since this Monday would have been the Met Gala, I felt appropriate uh, to at least talk about it a little bit. I did not forget. Did you see... Did you see that Blake Lively secretly matched all of her looks from the past four years to the Met Gala actual carpet, like the actual red carpet? No. She reached out to Anna Wintour months ahead and would ask the color scheme of the carpet to coordinate her dress to it. So one year the carpet was blue and tan, and she wore a gold dress that faded into blue. One year it was bold romantic florals for the um, Catholic one, for the ca- uh, Heavenly the, Bodies. Yes. Which she we wore. Saw together, she which wore a red, ornate, gorgeous floral exactly gown that matched the carpet. The year after that, I mean, the year before even that, she was like a blush pink thing. She wore a blush pink dress with red accents that matched the carpet. Like she trolled everyone, and someone like just commented, and they're like, "If you did this, so four years later, you could just post that you match the carpet." I don't blame you. You're a genius. And I was like, "Amen." I was beyond impressed. I'm gonna say something. I thought that the carpet was red every year what last year it was pink carpet for camp because the whole exhibit was pink was not looking every year the carpet's different the camp exhibit was so fun okay but heavenly bodies was so much better it was that was so cool because it was in that big area where there's typically and it was a huge. bunch of art because did you get it, to come up did you go up did we get to go uptown to go see the Cloisters exhibit portion? No, we didn't. But okay, I it was gorgeous. Had never been able to see the um, Met yeah. Alley theme because I'd always gone in like the winter. So I came to visit Jacob because it's only gone by like October. Exactly in July, and so the Heavenly Bodies thing was there. Oh, oh my goodness, it was so cool. I will say, like that exhibit, because I loved the camp exhibit. It was so fun. The only thing I didn't love about the camp exhibit is. Everything in the Heavenly Bodies felt extremely approachable. Like, you could walk up to every dress. I felt like you couldn't see certain things well, in detail yes, solely exactly. because of the way... Exactly? Example. I'm turned <laughs> We I get turned up. Tippy. We get turned up. <laughs> um, I have not drank, like, at all this quarantine. I mean, probably for the sake of just, like, a, a, like your immune system's health. It well, makes sense. I keep... I like sugar. I like dessert. Mm. And now that I'm not a college-goer, I'm not trying to, like... I like to drink to get drunk. 
So yeah, there's no, and you don't want to get drunk every night. No, that's a miserable feeling. Reading my Harry Potter drunk. Oh my gosh, I need to still see the other Harry Potter movies. Jacob, maybe we can watch the second one coming up. I would love to. Well, I've already watched. I would love to. Because we can, I can watch the second one with you. I have to watch the third one with Katie Gerard, and then we can just kind of go from there. That's what we kind of planned on. It's just this totally threw a kink in the system. I can't believe that he's never seen Harry Potter. Yeah, I'm so sorry, everyone. That I have been reading. When I was little, I read the first three Harry Potters because... Like when they came out? Or like... No, 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 no. They came out in like 90-something. When was our year that like the book started coming out that we could have been... Because I know... The final book came out in 2007. And then the final Oh, so we had 10 years from birth to then to like kind of build a relationship with Harry Potter. I didn't really get into them until the sixth movie was coming out. So I saw the last three in theaters with my dad and my brother, but I never, I'd read the first three, but they get big after that. And I'm not very smart reader. (laughs) So I kind of got overwhelmed and I didn't read them, but I told myself if I'm not going to read them now, I will never do it. So I've read four, five, six, they're huge. And I'm halfway done with seven. I know that's I've been but good for reading you. and watching. You must them. be a quick reader, girly. We're on like week seven of quarantine. I'm just. I feel like I, it but takes a lot I've been for doing me to night. pick up a I've book. Been reading. Actually, I wanted. I told my parents I wanted to reread Poisonwood Bible because, and I think I'm going to. This is inspiring me to actually pick up a book. Okay, but another thing, I'll be honest. Any of the series that have created movies, Divergent, Hunger Games, any of them, never or Twilight. Never read the books. Ever. Ever. I read, like, the first Hunger Games, but... I read the first chapter. It. And I was like, mm, okay. I, the only book, I read the Percy Jacksons. Uh, I read... Not all of them. I read... Uh, the only book, like, I read before the movie, I feel like, in reality, is Bridge to Terabithia. Speaking of, like, series... I'm scared. My... Also... Great. I got an email from Lizzo with an exclusive signed anniversary package that interrupted this podcast. Thanks so much, Lizzo. Shout out to you. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) Okay, my ninth grade year, English, I was assigned a book report. And for some reason, I convinced myself that I was going to get my ninth grade teacher to let me write a book report on Diary of a Wimpy. (laughs) Your ninth grade teacher, you were like, this book is relevant to my lifestyle because. <laughs> ninth grade. Did you I get it to work? Like, did you submit it? Close. No, he wouldn't let it. <laughs> he would not let that slide. But I was like, I'm smarter than this guy. I can totally read Diary of a Wimpy Kid. You know, not even read it. Watch the movie. You know what was Duh. so embarrassing? I read up to book number six in that series. No. I was above totally the age. Same. I was above the age to ever read those. And you I have little brothers. I, oh fine. yeah. Let's okay, yeah, let's credit little brothers when in reality I just read it for soul entertainment for me. For- I was never like reading it to them. Have you seen the TikToks that's like I'm watching this for the plot and then it like clips oh, really is this, hot and is it, it's, it's like, like the, plot the plot is Zendaya or the plot is Hunter Schaefer. Like yes, mood. I watched Euphoria for the plot, and the plot was, for me, Maddie, a.k.a. No. Alexa Demi, who, who every time no. I talk about Alexa Demi in that show... I think she's such a slut. <laughs> I was just about to say! Have you seen the TikToks of guys wearing the Alexa Demi outfit when she's like, oh, you I've seen the one in the guy in the IMG, like, slits, yes. where it's like, he's talking the to the mom. the chili scene? Yes. Yes, we all know the chili scene. Did Euphoria not film? 
I think they're on a filming break during all this. I think they were in the middle of season two. Can you when imagine this was happening. if they just like put on masks and like that's how Euphoria was? Well, so I don't know because I saw a Hollywood Reporter article that was like the week the studios went silent. So was it only a week or like are we like permanently silent right now? So I don't really have the full explanation on that because they said celebrities the- are at the forefront and be like social distance, social distance. So if and if reality shows like The Voice and shit are like being filmed from home, exactly. there's no way that they're probably doing these massive sets. Like, I just don't think they could be. On a different note, things like The Politician that got to be filmed totally. before are being like quickly produced. Have you watched Hollywood? I haven't. It's another Ryan Murphy show. I've heard, just like The Politician, some are going to love it. Some are going to be like, it was meh. Like, I don't think anyone's like, it was a bad show. Ryan Murphy just has, I'm a Glee stan. It just, oh, obviously. I just got a cramp in my thigh. <laughs> Continue. Ow. I just tried to cross my legs and that just like, oh, that's like a sharp pain. <laughs> also, like, tell me if I'm wrong. Like, I can't speak for Glee because that was a very successful show. But like, with these new shows, by episode six, I'm like, where is the plot line going? Well, what the is- politician was, Greg, 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 boom. The politician was the whole season one was a trailer for season two. It, it was a countdown until we saw Bette Midler. And then the last episode is Bette Midler and this other lady. Judith Light. Mm. Oh, am I supposed to know who that is? You know, I'm just really gay. And As a gay I, I stand icon? Her. Stand? <laughs> yeah, come on, Kurt Hummel. You should know your Judith know. Lights. Um, but no, I just think that this, his show. I have not watched it. I just it. heard it's meh. Have you heard of Never Have I Ever? No. Okay, like I said, I've been reading a lot of Harry Potter, but I've taken a little break and I watched Too Hot to Handle, which was kind of like. But you're the Love queen Island. of reality TV. Yes. Are we going to talk about RuPaul at all? Oh, we can talk about RuPaul really quick. Let's get into that. All right. I don't care about what I was talking yeah, about. Yeah. Fuck We're you. Too Hot to Handle. RuPaul's Drag Race. Okay. All I need to know is now who is your modified top four? If you have one. Okay. I don't think Jacob is going to. Like, back me on this, but I think my top queen is Jackie. I think she's so smart. Ugh. She's a very smart queen. She's very calculated. She kind of stirs the pot among the other queens. I mean, she does have a very true, tried and true aesthetic that is across the board 60s, represented. cute. If you've seen the show, like her. She's so mod housewife. I love Jeannie. No. Is yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, I love Jeannie? She, she, what was it? Who... Who cares? It, she did a genie okay. tribute to the 60s show. I dream a genie. Thank you. I'm but incredible. she has like such a different style of drag, whereas a ton of the other queens do. I am a new drag race stan. I'm totally but happy I got you on this train. Amazing season. Oh, this season is incredible. I will say that right now, in comparison to the last two seasons, this season is remarkable. It is so entertaining. It is so good. Also, Sherry Pie was definitely supposed to win! The Sherry Pie of it all, you guys. Sherry Pie was supposed to win that whole show, but because she was skeezy and nasty and pervy and gross. And catfishy to mm, young men. completely manipulative. Oh, she deserves everything she's coming towards her. No offense, yeah. sorry. And the producers are, they have no shame in cutting that bitch oh, out of the she whole storyline. They are only including her when she has to be included. Exactly. Um, so who are your top four? We can't talk about it forever. My top four are oh. Gigi Good. Oh, so someone <laughs> some, someone felt the need to print during this. Interesting. <laughs> Love that. Gigi Good is my top queen, probably. I just said Jackie was, but Gigi for the win. But who are your top four? Gigi, 
Jackie. Jackie. Jada. And Sherry, because I know oh, she'll bitch. be in the- I am a Jada Stan. Same. She has come out of the woodworks winning these last few challenges. I think she I think she kind of for like purposely was like, I'll be safe, I'll be chic, I'll be good, and at the very end, I'm a blow up. And she's a trick. Same with Crystal Method. She is slaying these last challenges. Let me not speak ill on my girl Heidi because I do <gasps> love her. I love I love Heidi. her so much. I think she has the cutest spirit of all time. But she's definitely not top four. Okay, so for my final four, I have... So I think Sherry Pie was supposed to be in the final four. And because of that, they're going to bring in the fifth place who was what Sherry Pie would have been. Sherry Pie was probably number one in there. But oh, regardless, totally, the fifth totally. place person is going to become the fourth place person. So I think our top four will be Gigi Good, Jada Essence Hall, Heidi in Closet, Rue loves her. And I see her... Going to the very end. No matter what. She is... Rue loves her. She's kind of like a Jinx. Like... Oh! The, yes! Because Jinx would... I mean... Also in Crystal Method. She very talented. Yes, My fourth I'm is Crystal Method. No, don't apologize. But the judges love Jinx, but the girls were kind of like... Eh. I think that Crystal could be like a Sasha Velour. Sasha Velour never won a challenge. Was safe all season. Won the entire season. I think Crystal... Could she's come through. Oh, and it's just like it's a step up, a step up, a step up, a step up. She's just she's just on the she's on the up and, and up and she, up. She out of all of them can do whatever. <gasps> okay, also any kind of look. Serves the most versatility, shows the most work, shows the most like thought. Every runway is a different face. It is incredible. It is incredible. She is very camp. They're all so camp, but like she doesn't care if she's doing something. Absolutely different from everybody else because that's just her thing. Uh, do you think that Gigi and her is fake? I think it's fake. The romantic relationship? I think it's, I agree. I think it's for clout, but you know what? I'll ship it until I find out differently. I mean, if they're actually together, that's so cute. Amen. Okay. This has been News I Choose. We definitely went on a rabbit trail <laughs> on top of a rabbit trail, but it was so worth it. I had to talk about Drag Race. Okay, so now let's play a game. Okay, so for this week's game, we're going to do a song lyrics of the 2000s game, which is something, one, that aligns with us so perfectly, and two, that, you know what, who doesn't love a 2000s moment? Uh, we all yeah. are living for it. Okay, so I'm going to start. I'm going to choose the song. Okay. Would you swear that you'll always be mine, or would you lie? Would you run and hide? Is it always by Bon Jovi? Hey Yeah by Outkast, In the End by Linkin Park, or Hero by Enrique Iglesias. Are you asking me? No, I'm asking the whole audience. Of course I'm asking you, you dumbass. Um, I actually don't know this one. I'm going to go Hero? with it. You're going with Hero? Yeah. You were right! Oh! Hell yeah. Okay, your turn. Okay. You'll get this, but... I'm a thousand miles away, but girl, tonight you look so pretty. Yes, you do. Oh my god! A hey there, miles. Delilah by the Plain White Tees. Yes. Okay. That was a, that was a gimme. Mine. Let's keep it friendly. Let's keep it friendly. You have to play fair. You have to play fair. Is it "Play Fair" by Flipped and Arrow? "I Try" by Macy Gray. "Play" by Jax Jones in Years and Years, or "Don't You" by the Pussy, by the Pussycat Dolls. It's definitely not the last one. I don't know this one either. I try. No, bitch, it's don't ya. It is. Let's keep it friendly. Let's oh. keep it friendly. 
You have I'm to dumb. play fair. I'm also kind you of You have to play fair. Your turn. I just slayed those vocals. Thank you so much. Yeah, wow. Who's going <laughs> to sign you tonight? I know. I'm going to get signed to Warner Music after this. Oh, this is my moment. All right. Cutie the Bomb met her at a beauty salon with a baby Louis Vuitton under her arm. Oh, my God. Gold Digger. I know that by heart. Cutie the Bomb met her at a beauty salon with a baby Louis Vuitton under her underarm. I said, I can tell you're right. I can tell by your charm. And then it goes on and on. Whatever. Okay. Wow, you're just dropping What about, I look and stare so deep in your eyes, I touch you more and more every time. Come on. Crazy in Love by Beyonce. Drunk in Love by Beyonce. Irreplaceable by Beyonce. Bootylicious by Destiny Child. This is so obvious. Right there. You just said the melody. You literally almost said it. I touch on you more and more every time. Oh. Got me looking so crazy, right? Yes. Crazy in love. Amen. All right. Your turn. Sorry. I, like, like I said, my reading comprehension is not <laughs> that 20 on that ACT. Gang, gang. Gang, gang. Oh, no. A 20? Yeah, bad. You got a 20 on the ACT? Bad, bad. I think my best was a 21. No, in just the reading comp. Oh, I couldn't tell you that. It's impressive you remember that. Good yeah, for you, girl. Yeah, because I was like, Mom, you were like, I, I, think str- I, have I ride, ADD. I'm riding the struggle bus. <laughs> I cannot read anything. <laughs> That's why it's taking me this long to read the Harry Potters. Amen. It all comes back. Okay, your turn. Us girls, we. No, oh, no, amen. No. I already knew that immediately. It is. It is, I Kissed a Girl by Katy Perry, because yeah, that was my I, OG stan. I love that girl. Duh. Okay. She sang, come get me. So I got up and followed her to the floor. She said, baby, let's go. This it's, is easy also. I say, yeah, yeah, by Usher. You're getting the easy one. Okay, this is yours. Ready? Ma, 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 ma. Ma, 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 ma. My poker face, ma, my poker, poker face. Incredible. Incredible. Duh. Now, last one. What is it going to be? Make it hard. Make me work for it. If what they say is nothing is forever, then what then makes, what makes then what makes love make satisfaction? So why oh why oh why oh it's out hey yeah, by outcast. Yes. That's right. My mom used to pick me up in oh, her oh. <laughs> My mom used to pick me up in her Chrysler Sebring convertible, blaring either like Gold Digger, Hey Ya, Destiny Child Say My Name, like we lived in R&B fantasy in my house up until like the age of like 10. Do you remember doing Just Dance at Getaway? To oh, Haya? do you remember when, what did we call, what did we call, what did we call that one kid? Oh my gosh. And I started a Facebook page. Oh my God. Now, before we even get into all of that. married now. Trey Kirby's married? Married. He proposed in sweatpants. We might need to cut this. <laughs> no, no, no. It is getting included for sure. If it, it's not a podcast unless Jacob named up someone who was obviously not listening. Yeah, Amen, who is clearly could care less about this show. It's actually couldn't care less. It's one of my biggest. Hi, I'm illiterate. <laughs> no, I'm illiterate. We've talked about this today. Okay, well, to wrap up this messy as hell, but in the best way podcast. Larkin, thank you so much for coming over. Thank, thank you, you for being the best roommate. I love you so much. I love you more. Thank you guys for chatting, and I'll catch you on the next one. Bye. My name is Jeff. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs>